Hello, you guys, and welcome to We're Podcasting. <laughs> the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite or not so Disney favorite. Channel original movie. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening, guys. I'm Sammy. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. <laughs> and this is Team Rocket League coming at ya. Why, why Team Rocket League? That's a game. It's <laughs> a different thing I've, than what Wait, what's, what's the team It's just Team Rocket. Rocket League. Team Rocket is Pokemon. Rocket League is like... Team Rocket, that's what it the, is. The game with like cars and soccer that's impossible. Okay, not that one. You guys grab your Chanel and spy gear because today we're watching Get a Clue. A wealthy student with too much fashion sense... Her equally rich friends and her rival slash superior from the school paper work together to solve the case when their teacher goes missing. How did you guys see it before? Did you see it growing up? Did you see it when it came out? When did you see it? Did you like it? Uh, everything. Tell me everything. I thought I had saw this, but I'd actually been getting it confused with the just my luck, which makes sense because it has the same amount of syllables in the title. And it also takes place in New York. And it also has like a catchy, like pop punky sort of theme going with it with McFly. And this one had like a ska band pop punk thing at the beginning. I, I, I thought I remembered this movie, but I didn't. But I had seen it. I just didn't remember it. But I remember liking it. I am in the same boat, Josh. I remember watching it. I could not remember. I knew that it was like Lindsay Lohan was a journalist trying to solve some sort of case. Um, but I could not remember the specifics at all. My roommate was the one where she was like, is this the one where like she tries to get the two teachers together? And I'm like, I do not remember two teachers in the slightest. Did you guys know the song, the a song by the band Prozac? appeared in the film the name of the band was changed to simon and milo the characters depicted in the music videos so their band name would not be associated with the drugs did <laughs> you know i can also read IMDb? <laughs> <laughs> no i thought that was interesting too like they would definitely like take a song and then like turn it around to make it safe for they like them literally just changed the band's name i feel like there's a bunch of songs with the name get a clue or just the word clue that could have been used and they wouldn't have to be like hey marijuana band can you be i feel Ma- I maple leaf thought, i thought the song was maybe made specifically for this show too yeah so i don't i don't know what was going on there the uh, music executives if they were going to commission a song for the movie they should maybe not have asked a band called Prozac if they wanted to avoid any drama with the name. Somebody in the band is somebody's nephew. That oh, had yeah. to be it, right? Like yeah. they're... It has to be something like that. I mean, any... <laughs> I'm trying to be rude with these people, but anyone could recreate that. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't spectacular. <laughs> yeah. And it's not a very hard topic to write a song about. It was catchy. I like yeah, the song, a... but like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not a unique sound. Here's another fun trivia I'm going to read word for word. In 2005, Disney Channel had a special event naming the five best Disney Channel original movies. 
decoms, which led to the premiere of their new movie, Go Figure. This film placed number two by viewers with Stuck in the Suburbs at five, Gotta Kick It Up at four, Halloween Town High at three, and Cheetah Girls at number one as of summer of 2005. Okay, that list is so wrong. Halloween Town High should not be anywhere near the top five. I I definitely feel in my... I, I didn't remember... Uh, much of this movie at all, but my nostalgia feels a little older now, if that makes any sense. Like, when <laughs> when I think back on, like, Brink and Xenon, uh, there's a specific feel to them, and I feel like yeah. like the target audience at that time, and then when we shift into these later movies, I think at this point is probably about the turning point. Everything feels like I was a little bit older than the target target demographic uh... when I was watching them. For me, it's funny because I didn't watch any of the earlier ones. Like, I was more of a Nickelodeon MTV kid, but my sister is really into the Disney Channel. So now is the point where they were old enough to be watching the Disney Channel. So I would kind of, like, guilty pleasure, like, see stuff in passing. So it's starting to seem more familiar to me. I was all in. (laughs) (laughs) I There was definitely a point where I was like, wait, I'm too old to be watching this. And it, does, it, it doesn't happen till, um Luckily, the last few, we we entered into like a new era of DCOMs lately. And I feel like they've been better, at mm-hmm. least for me. So, Okay, this is the last film that Disney Lohan stars in under her original Disney contract that required her to do three movies. What movies would those have been? Life Size. Parent Trap. It seems like, I mean, Parent Trap was like five years before this, though. Yeah, that's a big jump. I'm investigating, guys. Going back into the dark web. It's just the normal web. You can't just call it the dark (laughs) web because you're using a theme on your safari. Okay, Life Size and Parent Trap. You guys were right. I didn't need to go back into the dark web. (laughs) You're welcome. You should definitely clear your history so that FBI doesn't catch you. The way that that's phrased makes it so dramatic because she did, like, Freaky Friday, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, like, after this. Yeah. So it wasn't, she's like, ah, Disney, I'm free of your shackles. Like, she continued working with them after that. But it is interesting to think, like, that's a big contract to sign three movies. Wow. When she would have been, like, 12 years old or something. Yeah. So do we want to jump into the the story here? Did you guys know both of Lindsay Lohan's parents worked on Wall Street? Really? According to IMDb. Did you know she was from the Bronx? No. Is this learning about Lindsay? I mean, I'm I'm for it. Okay, we can start talking about it now. That was the Lindsay Lohan power hour. Still workshopping. (laughs) Thank God it was not an hour. This whole movie is a Lindsay Lohan power hour. This movie was very Lindsay. Normally, like, uh, we just talked about Double Teamed a couple single, I don't know, some number of episodes back. And in that one, it was, like, girls who were acting like they were in high school but were clearly, like, 42. But then this one, like, Lindsay Lohan looked age-appropriate, but how she acted made me think she was, like, 20 instead of 15 or whatever she was supposed to be. And I get that she's, like, rich and stuff, but I think it was just, like, how she held herself was very adult. Yeah, she had Definitely. the. Uh, I think it. She had the air of a pretentious teenager trying to be an adult. Well, she fooled me. <laughs> yeah, I was watching it and I thought, "Wow, this is the most sophisticated teenager I've ever seen." <laughs> I mean, it's a compliment, though. Her wardrobe was 
out of this world. Yes. I think this movie tried to have its own style in a way. It reminded me of Clueless in a way where it was Cher was like, no, nobody was dressing like Cher in real life, right? I mean, like, people were dressing kind of like her, but she was, like, an extreme. Some of the trends, and then this was also somewhat eccentric. I think it was, like, intentionally over the top. Um, can we talk about how everyone at the school dressed and also talked on cell phones? And this was, like, a, a classy high school, middle school. It was. And the movie opened up with Lindsay. What's her character's name? We'll just call her Lexi. Lexi. It's fine. Alexi? Okay, that makes sense. Let's uh, not pretend this is just like, this is definitely just Lindsay Lohan. It is. It was yeah. Lindsay Lohan and Brenda Song video chatting with each other. And oh, yes. I was like, in 2002, there is no way that connection was that well established. There's no way, like, the video resolution was that good. Uh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's weird to think of. Yeah, it was... I mean, video chat wasn't widespread at all in 2002. No. Uh, I mean, like, even now, 2000, 2018, I know what year it is. Like, <laughs> our pictures aren't, like, crystal clear on Skype. If I wanted right to now. show you guys an outfit, like, what do you think for tomorrow? You guys would be like, I can barely see it. Like, stop. What? <laughs> and you'd have to, like, move your computer, stand across the room, and get yeah. a full body yeah. shot. <laughs> Sadly, uh, video chat is not the most amazing thing that people once thought it would be. Yeah, well, I mean, like, in any 80s or 90s, like, future tech thing, it's always like, oh, gonna go answer the phone. Like, I, I don't even use my phone ever anyway. I don't want to... Yeah. I'm usually not wearing pants if I'm at home. I'm not wearing pants right now. Uh, instead, it's taken literally the opposite turn, and now we just send little emoji pictures to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Snapchats of like, look at my shoes. Ooh, I found a free apple on the ground. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Hmm. This was definitely like the idealistic rich girl oh, yeah? gets to have technology and talk to her friend and be cool. As a kid, I loved, like, the tech yeah. in these movies. I was like, that'd be so awesome. I want to wake up and talk to my friends. In 2002, I was still going to my, like, I say rich friend, but it was just slightly upper middle class friend to, like, the use friend their with dial-up. The game, the game, gaming yeah. setup. Yeah. Yeah. And dial-up. Everyone and then, had that friend. I, or, like, even then, I think I had, like, a Neopets account, but I didn't have internet. So I would, like, call my friend who had internet and be like, can you please feed Sparkles 2003 so oh he doesn't gosh. die? I think in 2002, I was, like, just figuring out email, and I would, like, send an email to a friend and then call her and be like, did you get, yeah, did you get that email? And she'd be like, no, I haven't gotten the email. I'm like, well, hit send receive. Then you're like, wait, oh, I got the email. Oh, cool. Like, why are we even talking to each other on the phone? Oh, my god. But, gosh. like, email That's was so, so new. Like, it was, like, it was mind-blowing that you could, like, send somebody. A- yeah. A letter. That's how you communicated. Yeah. More on this, like, internet thing. I remember I got, I had, like, an old computer before we got internet or anything that, like, I had to type in, like, commands into DOS to, like, get it to run the Wheel of Fortune, which is, like, the only thing on it. And I remember I'd either gotten, it was, like, I can't remember if it was a floppy. It would have been a floppy because there was no disk drive on this, like, very old system for, like, AOL to install it. And I didn't understand that you also had to, like, 
make an account and plug it into a phone line or anything. Yeah. So I put the like disc in and then I just like waited. And then I was like, I was trying to sneak it because my parents didn't want us to have internet. So I was trying to like secretly install internet on the computer. So I couldn't ask for help. So I just like kept putting it. In. I think I spent like two hours trying to make like that disc somehow connect my computer to the internet. I think I spent two days trying to get the disc <laughs> to connect to the internet. And it always said like 60 free hours of whatever. And I'm like, yes, this is it. I could, I could do it. Sixty free hours—that's enough. Um, but like, you had to enter your credit card info, and like, you had to do all this stuff to make it work. So, when I was little, I didn't understand what credit cards were, so I thought you could just like—I tried so many times to like type in random numbers. Like, what if one of those had worked? And I, like, yeah, and you're like, maybe these... my library card works. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay wrote a piece, and it got published in like. A popular gossip magazine i'm thinking like page six or something sort of deal and it was about two teachers dating which like people at a school barely care if teachers are dating for more than like a day where they're like "Ooh, did you hear about mr so-and-so and mrs so-and-so let alone like yeah it was an actual newspaper was i misunderstanding them with that no nope, it was supposed to be like a citywide newspaper and we were they were supposed to be like yeah. oh you got the hot scoop on these two teachers dating the article she originally submitted to the school newspaper and it got turned down for not being that interesting was like 100% sure that I had missed something so I went back and like watched part of it like I feel like I have to be misunderstanding this because this is the worst premise for a movie no I think that's the whole thing is like Lindsay is such a good writer that she somehow made that interesting like no but Sam even said like the school the school like the school paper was like no no, it's because the editor, um, Mr. Jack, just doesn't like her. And he's like, that's not the type of content we want. Yeah, but it's also not and the so type of content. I don't, I don't think that's I like... to the newspaper. Yeah, I don't think that's like him being mean to her. I think that's like, hey, we're not going to run a gossip piece about two teachers in this clinic. She runs the gossip advice section. Can you guys imagine a school paper actually having a gossip section? It would be very dangerous. Yeah, I feel like my school, like, nobody would, it would just be the people in like the circle of the yearbook people and half the school would be like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't care that Bobby Joe's knocked up. We didn't have a gossip uh anything but we had a poetry book that came out every year oh yeah and every year you'd be like who do you think wrote this or 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 they, <laughs> if they were anonymous but then like sometimes people would have their names under it and you'd be like oh my god maggie's weird <laughs> <laughs> never talking to maggie again did you guys do the thing there was a thing in schools where you'd like fill out a survey and then you could pay a dollar and then they'd tell you who yeah your best friend should be or they who did like the the, for, like, the match thing they always did it around valentine's day for us the teacher in this what was her name mrs dawson name? or miss dawson. dawson so in her class they're doing a thing where they're interviewing people for career day and it doesn't seem like it's anybody's parents it's just like there's like a cia person later there's a taxidermist yeah he's like if you after you catch your fish make sure to wrap it in wet paper towel if you can and i thought that was a good tip so that's <laughs> you planning so on no, getting into taxidermy anytime soon uh i'm not no that's yeah <laughs> okay um everyone's really excited about lexi getting this article in the newspaper her dad's excited uh, all of her friends are like whoa totally saw the paper uh and like the journalism whatever 
teacher is like, congratulations, Luxley. This is a big achievement. I still just can't get around why anybody else cares. Like, I want to read the article. I want to see it. Like, hopefully it's just like a really well-written piece of literature. The way that she is, I feel like it would have just been like a pure, like... National Enquirer, whatever, mm-hmm. gossip piece. The whole thing, like, there was a whole, they're like, oh, how did you get that wonderful picture? And it was like a little around-the-corner camera that she got from her sister, who's, like, yeah. Q from James Bond, basically. The other teachers should have been upset about this. She's, like, yeah, stalking I... their faculty members to try, like, I just, I, I enjoyed this movie. I just don't get it. <laughs> I was waiting for the principal to pull her aside and be like, you know, you really need to come to us first before you talk about what the faculty is doing. And okay, but to be fair, newspapers are so boring. Like, (laughs) (laughs) this makes me sound lame, but every day they have to come up with stuff. And so the newspapers here are usually like a man taped something on his wall and called it art but this is new york city too like how much stuff is going on in new york city it's the daily inquirer there's there's other stuff going new york probably has like 50 newspapers and 50 non-high school teacher dating stories this is a story about (laughs) interrelationship between teachers and an expose on the life of teachers from the perspective of a student that's actually not what this movie's about, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like the the conflict of this movie should have been that Lindsay accidentally got the teachers fired because there's, uh, like, no fraternization clause in their Yeah, that's what I was contract. waiting for. That's what I thought it was. But instead, the conflict is that the one of the teachers, Mr. What's his name? Walker. Mr. Walker. Uh disappears he goes missing his car is found in lake hudson after the kid like after the newspaper story runs one of the kids is like how'd you get a picture of him like he doesn't even let his picture be in the yearbook and i'm like oh witness protection program there you go which was Movie not true is over oh. <laughs> no uh, it wasn't true um and lexi overhears the two teachers that she did this report on having an argument in the hallway and Mrs. Doss, Miss Dawson is like, if we can't be together, then we can't be in this school together. So one of us has to go and it's going to be you. She definitely so sounds threatening. A... Oh, yeah. She's so cute. <laughs> that immediately makes her uh, suspect number one on the disappearance of... Uh, God, I was really on. hoping there was actually a murder in a decom. I know. Like the whole time I'm like... I know nobody actually got murdered, but like, how great is it that we have a murder suspect? I it know. got it got real dark for a decom. We haven't had anything that like intense before. Yeah. There was actual suspense, but I knew no one died when Lindsay decided to dress all in black with a black beret and joke about being in mourning. God, her outfit was great. Are berets back yet? Yeah, they are. Okay. I'm just going to wear a beret now. Thanks, Josh. Please do. I'm not not even kidding. They are. I'm reading all the notes. (laughs) Good calm dad. (laughs) Yeah, her dad is... I think her dad is pretty good in this. I feel like he's too good. He's one of the better decom dads. Not that that bar is particularly high. He's like uh, an editor or something, and he's does stuff with the city council and he 
helps people and he does investigative journalism that's like actually led to big trials or something i don't know i really like that he has like a super serious career obviously but he's still supporting her she loves fashion she likes doing gossip stuff like and he's not shaming her being like you need to take this more seriously he's like encouraging like good job you're doing great keep working hard and when she had questions he like gave her real answers a part that confused me is i feel like i heard her mention her mom like oh she goes there for pilates class or something and she has like her super smart little spy sister but do we ever actually see the mom did i mishear that we see her mom at breakfast like in the first scene or whatever okay but that's about it yeah i didn't really notice that her mom was missing in this (laughs) (laughs) that was the other case that's the sequel where's mom pilates class with her trainer working out i'm doing quotes those aren't hero are you saying that she's having an affair with uh one of the gym class instructors yes except that's not decom acceptable so instead she's doing her taxes sure um an amazing detective with a mustache comes to the school. Oh, that mustache was great. It was an excellent mustache, and Lindsay was like, you would look better without that mustache. And I was like, rude, bitch. I know. I was really conflicted, because I love Lindsay, but also that mustache. There's the scene where she's getting interrogated. She's sitting there, and she's like this ring light in front of her, and the sun is behind her, and she's wearing that black dress. And I was like... Dang, Lindsay looks amazing. Like, I don't know. I couldn't even tell how old she was. She just Timeless. looked, like, pretty. And I was like... Ageless. Weird, yeah. So Lindsay goes to Jack, the alfalfa kid, um, who's the editor <laughs> of the newspaper. He also has really crazy hair in this movie, too. Yeah. Like, you'd have to blow dry and hairspray to get that hair. Um. So Lindsay and alfalfa... <laughs> team up to figure out what happened to mr uh, what's his name walker. mr walker oh my god i cannot I'm make him remembering names. it because walker ranger texas i, can't. I don't know the actual <laughs> thing i literally cannot make his name stick in my head i keep going mr hunter mr i've been watching a lot of boy meets world so mr hunter's just okay okay mr walker texas ranger got it <laughs> Um, they team up to figure out what happened to mr walker texas ranger yeah and i think jake jack is the one who's like i think that mrs miss dawson like did something to him i'm sorry i got distracted because i looked up the actor who played your crush josh and his name is bug hall yeah it's i mean he was born like benjamin hall or something Oh, okay. IMDb so, didn't tell me that. IMDb just said Bug Hall was born. It didn't tell me. Josh okay. knows like everything about he... Bug Hall. <laughs> I feel like when he got the role for Alfalfa, they're like, Benjamin, that's not going to work. It's going to be Bug. You're going to be Bug Hall. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, the shopping. There's a lot of shopping in this I movie. I love they kept doing cuts to like them shopping and then like close-ups on makeup and then shopping and then there was like a beauty shot of Lindsay in the background of like a maybelline ad spread it was super weird like the when they did that montage and then they switched to the makeup it was just like a still shot of Lindsay lohan going (laughs) just like in the background and i was like what's happening Listeners, what Sammy just did is that really awkward pose that ladies do after makeup tutorials where they have their hand all weird, like claw hand, and then like looking in a weird direction. Y'all know that. With their mouth with their mouth agape and their eyes closed. Yeah. And some like really intense 
electronic music. Yes. <laughs> Every podcast with Josh is a musical episode. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sorry. Lindsay's favorite teacher is the lady, I guess, and Bug Hall Jack. Yes. Yes. And Jack's favorite teacher is Mr. Walker. And so, obviously, the only thing for these two teenagers to do is to team up and figure out what happened and outsmart the FBI. I mean, there's a lot going on, so they needed someone to, to really focus on this case. Um, Brenda Song, at one point, uh, were like, before they, uh, Lindsay and Jack make plans to hang out, and that's when the shopping happens. But the pinnacle, aside from the great glamour shot of Lindsay Lohan, is when Brenda Song looks at Lindsay Lohan and says, get a clue. He likes you. <laughs> this is a movie where they say the title, but, like, they don't just say it once. It comes about... Uh, quite a few times of this yeah movie. it's a lot oh, well and i love when when that came up this time it was super funny to me because they're on an actual like detective case but it's still like the boy having a crush on the girls which he needs to get a clue about it's like get a clue your teacher might have been murdered <laughs> should be the like oh my god yeah but you're... like one of their teachers is a literal murder suspect the other one's gone and they're like their priorities are like we need to go shopping yeah they make really light of it uh, that's what i do when my teacher may or may not have murdered my other teacher time to go shopping retail therapy i mean what else are you gonna do they go her sister was such a non-character but also an amazing character like she just popped in a couple of times where she yeah. would she had this cool little she reminded me of that kid from goonies with like the box like all the little gadgets and stuff where, like, she hit a button to, like, open and close the door, mostly. I guess it wasn't that cool. Yeah, except it worked in multiple rooms. Anyway, she tells everyone, like, yeah, there's totally a spy shop, like, where I buy all this stuff to spy on people. Uh, so, of course, Lexi's like, ah, oh, that's a great idea I just had. Let's go to the spy shop. Her sister, uh was a real trooper she was the super smart little sister without being really annoyingly nerdy yeah which i, liked. I wish i had i wish there was more to her i wish she had like more of a character oh there was that whole argument about how they're going to get to the spy shop or wherever and Lindsay wanted to call a driver and jack was like we can just take the subway Lindsay was scared of it i totally side with her i mean i'm when it's a new situation you've never done it before and you're like when you're used to being able to just like call a driver to come pick you up and take yeah. you anywhere the subway is scary like how do you how do you work it how do you like get on get through the turnstiles like there's all sorts of stuff that everybody else seems to understand and you don't and you just don't want to deal with it i get that they decide to go to see mr walker's apartment and Lindsay sucks it up she puts on her best clothes and these amazing glasses that had like a rhinestone heart and they were like pink and they like faded they were she had like cherry blossom print jeans as well like white with like yeah. cherry blossoms all over it they go to the spy place they get mostly just a camera to put in their teacher's living room or like yeah. looking into their teacher's living room and then they put their respective best friends together to watch it to make sure nothing fishy is going on and their teacher just does a workout video and then Brenda Song is like, oh, I love this one, and starts doing the workout video while she's, like, oh watching the teacher's house footage. It was kind of adorable. <laughs> which I liked. 
the friend who was with her also said like what are you doing she might be a murderer as if like doing this dance also makes Brenda Song a murderer or something I think he was like He's why the are only you one taking this seriously yeah I think that was it he was like yeah. why are you not taking this seriously you should be I loved this part as a kid like their camera was on a joystick so they could like move it around and stuff watching this now I was like this is such an invasion of privacy. This is illegal. What if you see something you actually don't want to see? The FBI is non-existent in this. Yeah, what are they doing? He's like, I've been to Mr. Walker's house a bunch of times. They know where he lives because that's normal. They end up going to like his mom's house or something and finding him. He's like hiding with his mom. It was that easy. So we find out that he was a banker of some sort and there was this whole situation in which he was framed for like stealing 10 million dollars and that he found a teacher who had recently died and he took over that teacher's identity he faked his own death and i feel like that's not the way to go was he so was he escaping authorities or was he escaping the person who framed him or was it both i think both okay yeah we get clips throughout the movie of Lindsay Lohan's dad, like, updating her on the situation. Like, oh, the FBI just found out that your teacher might actually be this old banker guy who stole money and is escaping. And, like, if two 12-year-olds can find him that quickly, like, if the authorities figured out his true identity, yeah. he was hanging out at his mom's house. It's not like he was hiding very well. My theory is that they knew where he was and everything, but they knew that he wasn't the one who actually stole the money. They were looking for, like, the bigger guys who were going to come after him. So okay. maybe they knew and they were, like, staking out his apartment or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't think that while they were creating this movie. This movie takes place in an imaginative New York City that yeah. is very different. Oh, the apartment. <laughs> When they're in the apartment, the doors open and everything. They just walk on in and they're looking around. And it, I was actually creeped out at this part. Uh, Lindsay or Lexi, whatever, opens an armoire. And in the mirror, there's a creepy guy behind her. I was like, oh, who is it? And she screams. <laughs> and it's uh, the guy from The Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> who plays the bad guy in like everything <laughs> you're like oh and it's just the guy from the nanny <laughs> I, I love mean, it he's whenever, nice that, whenever so. a creepy guy appears over my shoulder when I look in a mirror and I'm like oh it's just the guy from the nanny it's alright <laughs> but Lexi does some investigative work and she's like that watch is too expensive for a detective that suit is too fancy for a detective. He's not really a detective. That's a really good observation. Yeah. I thought it was a little cool snippet. And it's showing that fashion is useful. It's very legally blonde. Totes. It is. Yeah. They go to Jack's house. Oh, it's like super cute scene too. It like makes me think of like the first time you get to like go to your crush's house or something. Mm -hmm. But she's still kind of grossed out by him at this point, not willing to admit to herself even that she has a super crush on this boy, which was kind of but cute. But she learns a whole lot about him. And she's like, wow, your brother's in the Navy. is so cool. And she's like, wow, your dad died. That must have been hard. Yeah. She starts to see him as more of a person. And I think... Was it here or was it earlier in the movie that she learned that he's actually going to school on a scholarship? He's not as rich as the rest of them. I mean, okay. And he shows, like, I think we're supposed to see his house as, like, old and kind of gross. 
In my head, I'm just like, this is in New York City and you have a house. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's a really nice house, too. Like a full house, not just like an apartment or something. Some very important information about Mr. Walker. You see, oh, well, they get an email from him. So they're like, well, he's totally not dead. And then they're like, wait, this computer was given to me by Mr. Walker. So if I look up who the software is registered to, then I can find his name. And so they do that, and it's like Nicholas Petrogero or something. <laughs> I, c- I didn't understand anything they were saying except for Nicholas Petrogero. Petrogero. I like how they immediately thought that, oh, this computer is registered to Nicholas Petrosian. That must mean that Mr. Walker, Texas Ranger, is Nicholas Petrogero. Like, th- I would not make that connection. I'd be yeah. like, oh, he bought this laptop or this computer off somebody else. Yes. How bad is he at hiding his old self, his, like, dead self, to use his, like, old identity to buy this computer that he then gives to somebody else, creating, like, a very easily traceable trail? He's not good at faking his own death. How long long had he been dead? It seemed like it was, like, ten years or something, like, a while. Uh, I don't believe it. It's been nine months, Todd. Yeah, when he was... When he was at his mom's house, he was like, yeah, this all happened, and then I became a teacher, and I got into the habit of things, and I very much enjoyed it. Like, I'm not saying teaching is super, super difficult, but isn't he, like, a chemistry teacher or something? He's, like, a writing teacher? He says that, like, he found this teacher who had, like, recently died or something, and then he took on that persona. But, like, you can't just go to a school and be like, hey, I'm Mr. Walker, and they're like, no, you're not. He died, and you're not him. Maybe, maybe he took his identity and applied to another school as so like they had never met oh. mr the real mr walker but he's like this is my resume and he just gives them the old mr walker's resume i feel like it was it was him just showing up and be like <laughs> hi i am the teacher <laughs> and they were just like oh, okay his decision to do all of that stuff was not good like that just got him into more trouble and I love how he explains it like, when I got this new identity, I'm like, where did you get that new identity from? <laughs> Who did you pay for? Are you stealing someone's social security? Are you committing tax fraud? Like, there's so many questions about this that... Well, and every character who found out about it was, like, so chill about it. They're like, yeah, of course you changed identities. Now we need to figure out how to get you and this other teacher back together because you kids are meant to be. It's odd. They, they find Mr. Walker, find out that's not his real name. Oh, and he tells him that he got a letter and he's being blackmailed essentially and has to meet up at a lobby or else something bad will happen to Mrs. Dawson, who he loves so dearly. I think Lindsay so casually at some point throws out to him, like, how are you ever going to marry Miss Dawson? And he's like, I would like to marry her. And I'm like, you can't just throw around. Oh. D-Cops keep doing this. They keep just throwing around marriage. Like, <laughs> just calm down (laughs) they bring like this smudged letter to the little sister and there's this like three minute thing where the sister just she like gets it wet she uses a light on it she does science in quotation mark to this letter um and she figures out where they're supposed to meet and when at some point the dad walks in and it's like what are all you kids up to and they all like super not suspicious in the slightest are like oh we're learning new dance moves when they could have just been like oh uh, we're uh, reading this letter 
Yeah, <laughs> like it probably would not have been a big deal. Why are you hiding that? Well, especially early on, uh, uh, like early on, the dad's like, "Don't get involved in it. Somebody might have been actually murdered." And she's like, "Of course I won't, Dad." Also in a super suspicious voice. So like him knowing that this is all going on, and then like. Not even that. She says it in a super susp- suspicious voice, and then she gets up and with her fingers crossed behind her back, walks right in front of her dad. I was like, how obvious can you be? I feel like he said it as like, you know, when places are like, don't do this thing. That way they have no liability if something happens. Oh, yeah. I feel like him being like, don't get involved. Well, I said it. If she well, doesn't she listen got and dies, by the it's Brooklyn her own fault. Killer. You know, I told her not to do it. So <laughs> not my fault. So they all dress in black and go to the hotel. And at the hotel, they're supposed to have, a, like, the person who framed Mr. Walker Ranger with the, the money theft yes. was like, I know who you are now. Come meet me or your girlfriend gets it. But the kids were there and they were going to uh, do what exactly? Just watch it go down, I suppose. They, I guess. they were just I mean, lookouts. They at least had a, a camera and a wire, right? <laughs> So they recorded what was going to happen. Well, and what ends up happening is we find out that it wasn't just like two teachers banging. It's literally every single teacher is coming to this hotel to have an affair. And pretty much every character we've had is here at this hotel hotel at the same time. Yep. Yes. So that was great. I was going to write them all down in the notes, but as soon as as more than two of them showed up, I was like, oh, screw this. (laughs) It's a real case of the whodunits, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's when the Mr. Meanie guy shows up, and he's the actual bad guy. He was the former boss of Mr. Walker or whatever. So he's like, yo, yeah, of course I totally like framed you and $10 million into your account, um, but I need that money back that you stole from me 10 years ago that I've been searching for you uh, from not for nonstop, and I need it. And it's a real supervillain moment because he just explained everything that happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then he sees the wire and he's like, oh, my God. Probably best not to just explain all of your crimes. Yeah. Especially in like a public place. That's what I like to do, though, when people are like, hey, what sort of crimes have you committed? I'm like, oh, let me list them all out for you. So, yeah, it turns out he had like gotten the money. And then used it to buy a brooch so it wouldn't be traceable. This is before Bitcoin. You had to do weird stuff to get money laundered. He had, like, he went... very extremely rare diamonds. He went into, like, a jewelry store, like a techie jewelry store, and he was like, I need an item worth exactly $10 million. (laughs) (laughs) Like, here you go. Set it down on the table. So, like, Lindsay goes on. She says, like, she sees the brooch and, like, points it out. And she's like, there's only 10 of these diamonds. I think it costs about $10 million. But, like, if there's only, like, X amount of this diamond, nobody's turning it into a freaking butterfly or bumblebee brooch. Yeah. Ever. Never. There was a huge chase scene that was completely unnecessary. Uh, Mrs. Dawson gets thrown into a shower. Uh, Lexi gets stuck on a on an exhaust pipe that almost blows in her face um a lot of things happen there's also something where a homeless guy was running around being chased but he's actually there to speak yeah what was that was the most like they show him twice i feel like it was kind of like 
I feel like there's some real nepotism happening in this movie between, like, the band named Prozac that had to change their name and this, like, character that one million percent didn't need to be in it who got, like, five minutes of talking about, like, this coat could be somebody's shelter. I wasn't actually homeless. I'm the mayor. I think he was (laughs) just a red herring because he was supposed to be wearing Mr. Walker Texas Rangers coat. But it was a pretty generic coat. Once it was like, that's, yeah. I would recognize that ratty green coat anywhere. I'm like, first of all, I'm pretty sure that's like dark gray. And secondly, <laughs> it's a pretty standard pea coat. It's not. And you live in like one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah. I think what it's supposed to be is uh, a parallel of how Lindsay like started to see things differently. There's a lot of back and forth stuff. Someone gets hit by a cake. <laughs> There's the diamond brooch that's worth 10 mil. Oh, the ending though. I really liked the the very very end, and they're all like as a group, just the team of kids, you know, team of kids. And they have a moment, and she's like, "Get a clue, Jack," and then they all walk off together, and they're like, "We should go bowling sometime." And she's like, "I've changed. I'll wear anyone else's shoes." And they they're yeah they're like friends forever. There was the sweet totally. moment where she bought him his own personal bowling shoes and like yeah she said she gave it her personal touch so she like actually redesigned them herself which is cool. And that's a a wrap. We all just got clued in. Yay! Mm-hmm. A well concealed reshoot took place to film a different ending, concluding that the villain in the film was Nini. In the original ending, the villain turned out to be Mrs. Stern, a teacher at Lexi's school who had known Mr. Waka Waka was living in Arizona. That's not that interesting. That was Mrs. What? It sounded like it was going to be interesting. Are you kidding me? That's so interesting. Are you telling me there's a different version out there that I can watch? Is this Clue? Yeah, there's two different endings. What did we learn, guys? Pals? Um, I learned that... Oh, hold on. Now I'm trying to get words together. I know what I know what I'm feeling. I can't put it in words. <laughs> You're feeling so much. Mostly those pain meds. I'm actually not feeling right now. They have worn off. It has been over six hours, and it's time to renew. What am I thinking? Hold on. You distracted me. Somebody else go, and I'll form an opinion. My lesson is that fashion is useful sometimes and that knowing stuff about a thing that other people might i think most of the time like fashion's considered like fickle and vapid maybe but like everything has a use and everything can be important or i've just been watching too much project runway (laughs) i learned that um sometimes you just have to work with other people even if you don't think you'll be friends at first uh and then you'll kind of come to see where they come from and and grow to like them the same way that lexi got to know jack and now they're together forever okay i learned that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover and everybody has something good to contribute to the world and just because you might be totally into fashion doesn't mean that you're airheaded and don't have any anything important to say and also just because you're not rich doesn't mean you don't have like skills in your own ways i feel like if this movie happened now tim gunn would have had a cameo and he would have said something like that i love tim gunn i recently just watched the most recent season project runway is like mine and my mom's show so when my mom came to stay with me for surgery we just 
binge watch the whole thing. That's adorable. Yeah, and then I was ready for my mom to leave. We finished the season, Mother. You made it part. So I have uh, coasters that were given to me by a friend when I moved into this apartment with my roommate. And they say, don't fuck up the table. And my mom flipped over <laughs> all of the coasters. I oh think she was God. offended by the language. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say anything she never like she... that is the most passive aggressive beautiful sammy mom moment so wholesome so pure <laughs> i just imagine she was like trying to sleep on the couch and was like i can't look at this word and just flip them over. oh my gosh i rate this movie a five i didn't dislike it i'm actually thinking five is like pretty good it made no sense but it was still fun like i think if it weren't fun if it weren't like Lindsay Lohan and all of the people they'd actually cast in this like plot wise it's probably a two so like five I think is actually like forgiving I'd give it a seven I think it was entertaining I would give this a nine whoa but oh, wow. <laughs> the ending where they're chasing everyone around the hotel at the end was so boring to me that I can't. <laughs> so I'm give it an eight instead if we could get rid of the rest of the plot and just have Lindsay Lohan and Brenda Song chasing this cute, not chasing, that's weird, like having a crush on this boy and going and like getting makeovers so they could like impress him and like her using fashion to like get a really good grade on a project in school or something, like that would have been great. Yeah, I feel like the detectiving uh, part of this could have been done so much better and made so much more sense than what it did i want clueless i want brenda song and Lindsay lohan to give one of the teachers a makeover yeah and like hook the teachers up okay, oh what's the um, last what's the next movie uh gotta kick it up that's the america Ferrera yes, movie you finally got it, it. <laughs> yay is that really the next yes. one yeah yes i, I, think I felt so. like we were two no gotta kick it up is next yep. that one's about jump rope or soccer close close Neither of those was right. There is car washing. That's not something I guessed. <laughs> what else do they kick? What what other thing do they kick in? Never mind. I can't I don't know how to phrase it. What is it about? I guess. Okay, and for it... real. It's about cheerleading competitions. <gasps> right? Really? I think it's a dance Sammy? team. I think it's dance team. Yeah, I don't think it's cheerleading. Oh. I think it's a dance dance group. Thanks for listening to this episode of We're Potting This Together. If you have any questions, comments, or memories of your favorite Disney Channel original movie, you can find us on social media or email us at pottingthistogether at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review. Later!